How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 99 with Sam Wiles. It was really cool. We talked about stand-up. We talked about music. We talked a lot about San Diego. Um, and we talked about, like, small towns and, like, um, going back to see your old friends and stuff. And it was a good one. It was awesome. So keep listening. Keep telling people about it. Go to facebook.com slash Yamitat with Doug Culp. Like the page. Uh, like the podcast, tell people about it through iTunes and Stitcher as well. Whatever you're listening to this on, rate it, review it, um, you know, just direct people to the podcast with ratings and reviews. You can also listen to it off yamatat.com. You can also download it directly off of there. Like I put links in my website so you can do that. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, Yamitators. There was no DCS this week, but keep coming. Keep telling people about it. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And the show's Twitter is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. And the Twitter for Duplex Comedy Suplex is at Duplex Comedy. And there's also an Instagram that's um, at Duplex Comedy Suplex. Uh, There's a donate button on the PayPal through PayPal on my website, uh, any and all donations. Uh, thank you in advance. And now yam it up with me and Sam Wiles. This is where the recording is going to happen. But, oh, cool. Um, you'd be surprised how many pe- uh, comics come in for duplex on Thursday. And then they're like, I'll have some Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I'm tempted. <laughs> it's, uh, it's certainly on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want some in a little bit, <laughs> when you're done with that it's coffee like, it's like a sober person you know? yeah yeah don't worry i'm here for you <laughs> oh man yeah this I'm is almost it. overstimulated there's a lot there's, there's a so lot much stuff in, in here <laughs> my room has no has no decoration nothing up no Cause I don't, I, yeah, I just. Because you uh, don't plan on being there long. I, do, I don't think I've ever decorated a place at all. Like I don't think I've owned anything. Our house just looks like. Uh, I live with another comedian. Our place just looks like it's been squatted in because he's also doesn't have anything or spends money. Like we're both really yeah shitty and like, <laughs> don't buy stuff. I don't know. It it like it's very threatening to be in the house because it's just like what are we are we gonna be killed and it's like i don't when are we gonna be killed yeah in what way Literally are we gonna like be killed? both our couches people gave to us uh and that's all the things in the house i was gonna name all the other things we got from other people that's all that's there there's two couches that we got from our previous roommate who was a goddamn lunatic because when i moved in you know Kozala, uh stand up if I if I Tiny knew him, guy. if I knew him I'd probably see him but I don't um, know if I've met him. Runs the wheel show at Nerd Mountain. Oh yeah, I've been to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, he hosts that. Well, he. Cool. I moved in with him and this couple, and the lady, her name was Madison. I called her Mad Dog. She hated that, mm-hmm. and she hated me right away, and uh, she she would wait for me to get out of the bathroom and she would chastise me for flushing. She's like a very what uh, green type, which is fine. But she was not nice about it from the from the beginning. Yeah. And uh, she had a rat tail. And <laughs> she brewed her own kombucha, which smelled like balls. And it had the big, it had the big, uh, whatever that sediment is, and it, she called it the mother. 
we'd be like, mess, and that stinks. And she'd be like, um, it takes a while for the mother to gestate. And we'd be like, what? whoa, this is so gross. What is it? And it's then like a after three weeks that... of her and her, her and her boyfriend living with like two idiots <laughs> who were just like, I make pizza. And we're like throwing pizza. And then she'd be, she'd be so upset all the time at us. Because she was living with like two boys and she was her, very specific. Her nickname came to fruition. Oh, she's so upset. Mad dog. <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. So she moved out like three weeks later, and yeah, our third roommate John is cool. He's not—he's not a comedy person. He's just a regular dude. But he's not—he's not, he's oh, not upset constantly. Yeah, Mad Dog fucking hated us. Well, and then we kept the—the the only thing she didn't take with us were the, with her were these couches, and then she took, she did not take the kombucha, and it smelled like shit. And so, but for like six months, we were like, what do we do with this? Do we drop it off an overpass? Do we like blow it up with? M80s because we're yeah. 12 and then eventually yeah. we were like well the smell is too bad and Joe just like in a rage was like fuck this and he picked it up he took it outside and he threw it in the street <laughs> but the mother the 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 fungus stuck on the street oh. and the whole street smelled terrible oh no and that night it rained thank god it was like the one night it rained in LA. otherwise we would have lived on like fucking stink alley fungus and, street and it was terrible Anyway, that's uh, where I live. Roommate, roommate situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. My friend Aldrin lives here right now, but it was uh, my friend Stephanie before, and like, there was there was roommate fights, of course. Yeah. And then um, I didn't know it, but she was like looking for another place. Yeah. And then so she moved out um, beginning of November, and Aldrin moved in. Uh-huh. So way it's way chiller. Uh, situation around the duplex. I like how uh, you're like something happened. I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> no, there's no she need to yell, dredge she up. Didn't yell you about shitting or whatever. No, no, no. There was never any yelling about flushing. She'd make her own weird feel good juice. <laughs> so like well, a, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not like coffee with fungus. Like smell like human balls. No, she did that. Okay. I threw it yeah. out in the street, but luckily it rained yeah, that yeah. night. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that, like, cat-shit <laughs> coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing like the... Yeah. Um, I would drink that. Everything's gross, right? Like... Yeah. It's... It's... Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the cats eat the coffee beans, and then it goes through their digestive tract, and then they shit it out. I think if you've ever, like, lived alone for any period of time, you just immediately stop thinking things are gross. <laughs> or, like, if you have... It's like your parents have a baby, or they're just like, I don't know, I... But maybe you shit my mouth today. And you're like, nothing's gross anymore. It's like, yeah, that's how you get into, like, cat shit coffee is if you're like, like, clean up my kid's barf for the hundredth time. What's gross anymore? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. There's fucking cum everywhere all the time. Yeah. And skin. Everything has skin cells and cum on it. And we... If you're a germaphobe, how would you not be suicidal with, like, the science we have where it's like you're always yeah. breathing in other people's DNA and stuff yeah, and then yeah. you're like but I'm gonna use this hand sanitizer and you're like it's you're, not, everyone you're is making super bacteria outside all the time and you're always <laughs> eating their shit in a technical sense like you be you, outside how do you think this is gonna get antibodies yeah like if you're Howie Mandel and you're like I don't shake hands cause I'm I'm a, I'm a germaphobe or whatever and it's like Howie you're so, like all the skin from my face is going into your face like, every time you inhale, you're breathing my DNA. Me, a sweaty 28-year-old fat moron. You're sucking down my cells, Howie Mandel, you dummy. It's Whatever. so funny because it comes to a point of, like, 
no, no, no. I know, but my brain doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That weird tricking yourself. Uh, yeah. I get it. But. Um, You're a big Futurama guy? Yeah. I love that show. Futurama. Um, I got that at Comic-Con a couple years ago. I love any... Hypnotoad. That's awesome. I love any show, like any cartoon that takes stuff really seriously at some point. Rick and Morty? Have you watched that? Rick and Morty's the best. I love Rick and Morty. It's so fucking good. It's so goddamn good. (laughs) Oh, man. And it feels... It's almost like... It feels It's not fair how good it is. Well, it almost feels trite to talk about it because it's like... We're in LA and like everybody has seen it. Like if I went home and was like, guys, Rick and Morty, all my friends from home would be like, yeah. We have uh, no idea what that is. And I would get to show them something cool and feel cool. And then here, it's like, I watch Rick and Morty, and I'm so late to the party, and everyone, like... They're like, yeah, yeah, we already know. Pushes me down. <laughs> That's how it was when Rick and Morty first came out. I yeah. started trying to talk about it with people, and then they were like, I don't know. That's so good. And I was like, ah, yeah. watch it. Oh. And, and I like Harmon, too, and I think... Yeah. Do you go to Harmon Town sometimes? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of my friends are turned off to... Comedy friends are, like, turned off to Harmon just because of the Harmon Town documentary, where he just seems like an asshole. And you're like, actually, that I think that documentary didn't capture any of what I like about <laughs> Harmon Town. Like, the, all, the, yeah. all the... I like his, like... Um, kind of his rants and screeds and stuff. And yeah. A lot of that documentary was just, like, how much he drinks. And I was like, ah, that's kind of incidental for me. I don't <laughs> care about his health. I, I like the things he's talking about. I like his shows that he writes. I don't care that he's kind of mean to his girlfriend or whatever. I know that's bad. (laughs) Well, they divorced now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they divorced now. Yeah. I guess, so I went um, last night, and I guess last week when they were in Brooklyn, they had I just listened to both of those. They are insane. I'm going to watch them. I'm going to pay the $5 yeah. for the monthly charge and just, because I was yeah, told, like, I would like to see you them. have to yeah. see them with the meltdown. Yeah, I just and listened and I was like, oh, I'm missing some element of it. For sure. <laughs> I do feel, do you ever feel, because how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, about six years now. Six yeah. years, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever feel like your fandom gets quelled by anything? Like, do you feel like because you are trying to make comedy, do you ever feel like you enjoy comedy less? I feel like Harmontown, do I say that? Because I feel like Harmontown is the last thing for me that I really like. With last no vestige. Well, with Rick and Morty and kind of Harmontown, and there's like two or three more things where they're so kind of perfect that I don't have any jealousy about it. Yeah. But it's like, if I watched like the new Daily Show, I would be like, who's this fucking handsome piece of shit? He's fucking half as fun as I am. Oh, oh, he's so... I bet it's so hard being go- a gorgeous, famous person who got to be on The Daily Show. Let me hear your perspective, guy who's gorgeous. my age and beautiful. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with you at The Daily Show. I just, yeah, I can. I just imagine you meeting Trevor Noah in New York on the street and be like, well, you're gorgeous. Yeah, you're like you're <laughs> gorgeous. Fuck you, sir. Yeah, let's kiss. And then when he doesn't want to kiss, he's just too good looking. Yeah, he's. Uh, have you? Uh, uh, it just shuts off every. Okay. Um, have you been watching Colbert at all? I have. I, that is that got me back into late night stuff. That's it's, really it's really relaxing. It's so fun. You feel like you're in such good hands. That's like how I feel about good stand-ups too. It's like you feel like you're in good hands. Oh yeah. When you're watching him, you're like, I'm never gonna be. If I'm ill at ease, it's on purpose, and like he's yeah. doing something good. Like, did you watch that Mar- that Bill Maher yeah. interview, the two-parter? Yeah. That is a fucking treat because it is a guy who sucks ass. Him. 
Mar- <laughs> Bill Maher blows shit. Oh, like, wait, I didn't see the two part. I just saw the part that was on the two- episode. Ooh, watch the two. If there's a two part. Is it on, on YouTube? YouTube? Okay, okay, okay. And it's wonderful because it's Bill Maher getting upset that a real funny person is undercutting him. <laughs> and Colbert is so in the moment and being funny and like yeah. trying to move it along, but also, you know, taking jabs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Maher is like. He's almost upset that Colbert won't let him do these like morning zoo esque <laughs> setup punch type bits. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that kind of very yeah. rehearsed yep. panel stuff and uh, rigid, rigid, yeah. and it's and it's and he's like, how, how do I can't understand how you'd be funny without all this dumb bullshit A to B setup. I'm like <laughs> Colbert, Colbert is ruining his I just stood up, by the way. He basically just said to Colbert... There's no visual element. I, I don't know how you're how to be funny without jokes. Yeah, yeah. Without this, sh- this fucking boring liberal rote garbage. That, like, not garbage because it's liberal, but garbage because it's generic. Yeah. And, yeah, that's so crazy. Are you growing weed in here? No, that's that? a... It's a homemade air conditioner that I made. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so the bottles of this water. This is such good audio. <laughs> I know. <laughs> bottles of water, and then I have this I have, fan. I have backup bottles in the freezer for when it gets hot. That's okay, when I so need you just it, put ice then, in there, and it yeah. comes. You just made that. It works for like four what to five hours. What the fuck are you doing comedy for? I, you I work at NASA. This I, is amazing. I uh, cheated. I found it on YouTube. Okay, whatever. The ingenuity <laughs> alone is. <laughs> you know what it, you know what I do when it gets really hot? I sit there and sweat. And I'm sad. <laughs> you made a thing. Dude, last year. Do you remember last year when it was like Yeah, it was unbearable. It was like hundred and tens and yeah. I was just like, fuck everything. Yeah. What do you what yeah, can you, you give me internet? You figured the thing out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to do it. I yeah. had to do it. There you go. Yeah. My girlfriend's place has the air, so then I That's nice. I just really ruin her living situation. You just chill out there. Yeah, I'll just go and eat all their food and <laughs> snore loudly and mm-hmm. ruin mm-hmm. her living space. That's what yeah. I do when it's hot. Why not? So, anyway. What are we talking about? Um, Mark, Colbert. Comedy and Colbert, yeah, yeah. And how much Bill Maher just eats it. That fucking sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> so not funny. It's it was funny. Those, well, it's one oh. of those things where, like, all his... <laughs> Like political jokes are like okay. You there were air like, quotes there. Yeah, so for the <laughs> for the audio. Element. There should be a visual. This is thrilling. Yeah, here, um, we'll, we'll, we'll bust it out. So, well, like all his like political jokes are like how uh, like if he was gonna tell a joke about like Ted Kennedy, it'd be like and Ted Kennedy's a drunk, and you're like, isn't there that has nothing to do with politics or policy or whatever? And so then. It's you know, just an you know aspect how, like, of him as a human. Yeah, well, you know how, like, the Big Bang Theory is, like, about science? Like, that's how Bill Maher's politics are about... Or, that's how Bill Maher's jokes are about politics. It's like, it's not actually about that. It's you just took a subject matter, you put it on a shitty framework. Yep. Instead of actually... Where, like, The Daily Show and Colbert, obviously, like... People have said this before, this is not or that original thinking, but... That was actually about the hypocrisy of politics, where yeah. Bill Maher would be like... He like had a field day with the fucking like guy, the sent the anti-gay senator tapping his foot. That was like uh, a big deal for like Bill Maher was like, well, what ripe political, what ripe satirical fruit to pick? And you're like fuck you. What the ripe whole... satire? He's gay. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah Ooh. yeah. Like that isn't the most uh, tr- well-tread territory ever. 
It sucks ass. That's it. Then we get to duck on something else. A politician secretly gay? This uh, has never happened. Uh, oh, jeez. He blows. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how long have you been doing stand-up? Um, uh, how did we start? Uh, probably four and a half years. Because right. I count January of 11 as my date. But I had a weird going in because there's just some weird like external factors. Like 2008... I wanted to do it, and I was like, all my friends got kicked out of college at the same time, except me, so mm-hmm. I was, like, super alone, and all I did was, like, sit, literally, like, I didn't have a roommate anymore. Would they get kicked out In a dorm room, drugs, and failing. All the shit I was doing, but not getting away with it. You're like, weapons, I don't know. Yeah, just hard, hard, like, hard, hard drinking, and, like, missing every class and fucking up, and I went to school, like, in the, like... Just in the tundra, and it's like all, how you get rid of the depression is just pass out all the time. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so 2008, I, like the spring of 2008, I was like, maybe I could try stand up. <laughs> and it was just such a piece of shit about it. And then I did one open mic in my hometown of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. There's a club called Penguins. Is that where you went to school? Um, I'm Iowa? from Cedar Rapids, and then I went to I went two hours north for college, a place called Luther. Right. Dave Matthews cut an album there. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, Dave Crash. Matthews live at Luther College. That's the Luther College. Crash into Luther. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what it's called. So, <laughs> that's not what it's called. Um, I have several Dave facts prepared. My, my old notebook? What was that gesture? That's just an old timey. Uh, yeah, old timey yeah. uh, news reporter. Just a ton of Dave Facts. <laughs> Things. You brought them. Actually. Just in case. I'm a bit of a Dave head. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so I did one open mic at this terrible, not terrible, it's actually probably for a club pretty good. Like, they they have just road hacks all year, and then twice a year they'll get, like, Jerry Pardo and, like, Andy Kindler, and I'll buy my parents tickets for that. And then they'll go to that, and they'll be like, Penguins is great. And they, like, never go another time, because the rest of the time it's just, like, uh, just, like, yeah. you know, homo the clown. And you're like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> like some awful racist sexist act or like here comes fucking, fat Jew and you're yeah. like no yeah, yeah. oh no or it's like Craig Shoemaker the love tester who's a real guy and uh <laughs> if you ever see him do, don't and, uh, anyway so penguins I do this one open mic and like I'm not good obviously and the thing is the scenario is insane because 2008 in Iowa no one is doing comedy mm. it's me and like four like literally crazy people there's a festival out there now right yeah, there's two. There's two in Iowa. They're awesome. I just did the Beast Village Festival in Des Moines, and it was so so fun. Cool. It was a blast because yeah. Des Moines has like a gajillion twenty somethings. Because like property is crazy cheap, cheap there, but it's a big yeah. city. Yeah. So like every show was packed. Kristen Rand and I did the same show, and that was really fun. Okay. And like the women guys all did it. Yeah. And Baron Vaughn and Nick Vatera. It was like, rad. Dope. Yeah, it was awesome. And they, I mean, they have they have like Des Moines has a bunch of like really funny dudes who are not going to be career comedians. They're, like, in their 30s. They're, like, teachers and have kids and wives and stuff. But they're so fucking funny. All they think nice. about is comedy, but they don't, like, have any ambitions beyond what, beyond they what their career doing. is. Like, there's already. a guy from, like, Davenport, where I was, like, Davenport, Iowa, which is, like, this tiny area. And yeah. he was so goddamn funny. I was like, is that guy going to move to, like, at least Chicago and be funny? And everyone's like, no, he's, like, a third-grade teacher, and he has, like, kids. And what? he was fucking great, and I, like, couldn't believe it. What's and his name? Like, oh, God, I don't remember. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch Sorry. of really funny people there. Um, I was anyway. Gonna, I was going to look them up. Yeah. I'll just look up Davenport, third grade. <laughs> third grade teachers. You look up Davenport, third grade teachers. <laughs> that's, 
That'd be very funny. Why is there no Davenport third grade teacher database? I'm like, what's he look like? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing where you can enter in. Well, if you're looking for Davenport third grade teachers, uh, there's like 19 of them, and you can enter in like specific details. The weirdest search engine of all time. Brown hair? Uh... Anyway, so that so that Penguins Comedy Club in Cedar Rapids got flooded the like a month after I did my first open mic. What? And yeah, there's this big flood in 2008. Penguins? Penguins and Penguins is in a like look a cool basement club, and it got flooded and so there's no place to do comedy. Oh. Literally like in the state of Iowa, oh, other than like the Des Moines Funny Bone, yeah. which is was is on the other side of the state. Like you can't go there. And so I was like, all right, I guess I can't do comedy. Shit. And then uh, 2009, I went to school in D.C. for a little while, and I did, like, I would just go watch the open mic. That's how, like, jealous I was of <laughs> what was happening. And, uh, like, Hampton and Aparna were, like, open micers there, and I yeah. went and just watched them. Like, yeah. I didn't do comedy. And I went up once there, and then I was like, you can't be a comedian. Like, no one is a comedian. Like, <laughs> just shut up and graduate college. And, like, uh, so then I, you know, I like, finished school and uh, was going to move to Chicago secretly to do comedy mm -hmm. and then but like under the auspices of going to grad school and then i bailed on both those things and moved to san diego so nice i started in san diego <laughs> in 2011 cool mm -hmm. yeah i started in san diego and um you're san diego guy yeah i think i knew that yeah because I, I was looking at the the archives just oh. to be like just like to see what the san diego podcast comics was. or the oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. i missed your yeah. first episode is tyler reese <laughs> yeah, which is a dude. name i have not thought of in like two years <laughs> And it really, like, I had it out loud, like, ah ha, ha like, in my room by myself, because it's Tyler Reese. If Tyler Reese hears this, uh, He might. He might. Is Tyler Reese, like, in my head as a little boy, with, like, a lollipop and, like, a, like, a hat, like, a beanie, a, with, with, a beanie a, with a yeah, little propeller. propeller. Like, that's what he looks like in my head, but, like, the San Diego version. And he, anyway, it was very funny to be like, who's done this podcast before? Well, I see other comedians in LA that I know and then um oh the first episode was Tyler Reese <laughs> holy shit yeah dude so that's cool did you do stand up in San Diego yeah when so I started at Winston's pub oh yeah same that's yeah. the first open mic I ever did yeah same yeah. here and um that was like 2007 2008 I think 2007 like late okay. 2007 who was okay this is like fascinating who was like a big deal then um, in San Diego this yes. is not good podcasting for anyone other than us. <laughs> I want to make it clear that I know how much this sucks. <laughs> this is for so. us, but anyone else who's listening who it's for me and is you from and San Diego. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David Dorward was still down there when I was okay. down there. Cool. Um, David Dorward's been doing comedy longer than I have. Bob Hansen. Like Ten years younger than I am. Bob Hansen, Jesse Egan. Yeah. Those guys are still great. Yeah. Um, Bob Hansen is a New York lunatic. If you go to New York, I, was, I went a couple months ago and... People were like, do you know Bob Hansen? <laughs> that, like, guy who talks really fast and he's insane? I was like, yeah, look at that. So, like, he mostly just talks about 9-11 in casual conversation, and then on stage he's always, like, doing bits of, like... He's always doing bits about, like, Jello pudding or... Yeah, like, one-liner like, stuff. really one-liner stuff. And then he'll get off stage and he'll just be like, can you believe how much money Halliburton made? And you're like, how is this not thinking on stage? Like, somehow, somehow off stage he's this, like, conspiracy-driven loon, and then... He gets on stage and it's all just like, hey man, nice hair. <laughs> Talks like a newsie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Bob Hansen. Jesse's like, Jesse's so funny. And Christian Spicer and Billy Bonnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. those guys are up here and doing well. Mm -hmm. but, um, okay, so 2000, yeah. So, so yeah, 2007, 2008. And then okay. um, there was a two-year gap where I met someone... 
dated her, got married, and got divorced. Where Jesus. I only did stand up twice. Okay. In two years, and so that's the the missing <coughs> gap of history in my timeline. But yeah, you, you've got you've got the timeline too. Everyone's got it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's, I, I I bet. Was it another open micer? Huh? Was it? A, did you marry another open no, micer? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. How old are you? I have no, I have no, are we the same age? I'm no... 31. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, you? Like, I thought you were like 23. You look much better than I do. <laughs> I'm 28 I look 51. <laughs> You're a sprightly man in this nerd paradise in a... <laughs> this does make me yeah, appear like, younger, yeah, huh? I was like, yeah, he's like 22 and he's yeah. really got his shit together. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> oh, he's divorced. Oh, he's older than me. Okay. All right. Okay. No, I... <laughs> You should, that's a compliment. You look, you look much better. Thank you. Uh, all that, I, that dude, fucking the, Mountain Dew. The beard, though? Oh, yeah, it's preserving my organs. Yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> that's the key to a long life, is Mountain Dew. That's like what they tell the people. The doctors have been wrong all along. Yeah. yeah. That's what they tell everyone it's my not parents water. from town in Missouri. They're like, Mountain Dew is good for you. And they're all like, absolutely. Because like, no, nobody has the internet yet. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, like, just getting 56 k It's at Kevin's house. <laughs> they go, they're like, Kevin, when you get a chance, look upon AOLs, don't do good for you. We're just going to keep drinking it because it's probably fine. <laughs> it's like, uh, it keeps you young. What's your aim? It keeps you young and then your pee is blood. That's, yeah, how, that's right. That's how Undo works. Yeah. I know it. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, uh, what are... What are some things? No, no. What are you doing for work right, right now? Oh, you have fucking who cares? Day job stuff. <laughs> it's all garbage. I don't know. It's okay. All, it doesn't we'll, matter. We'll put that. Throw it in the garbage. No, it's fine. I work at like, a catering place. <laughs> oh, and okay. Before that, I worked at DreamWorks as like oh. in an office setting and got canned because they canned everybody. And oh. Yeah. So now I'm just kind of coasting and bartending yeah. and stuff. So yeah. Bartend weddings. Cool. There aren't a lot of weddings right now, but it was, I bartended a bar mitzvah a couple weekends ago. All right. Let's chill. Not good tippers. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted some anti-Semitism the kids, in the cast. The kids, right? The kids. Yeah. Well, the kids look pretty good. They were like, Mommy, can I give him a dollar? And then the adults were like, this piece of shit. <laughs> so. what, uh, what are some things in comedy that you haven't done that you want to do? That I haven't done that I want? I don't know. Whatever, but I mean, like, I'm going to do some cool stuff. Uh, but you know, I want the things everybody wants. Like I want to do a set on late night or whatever, and special and like. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's not that appealing for me to be on camera. I would like to like more write stuff and, and like audio voiceover to... maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I have interesting, <laughs> interesting enough voice for that. You have to like sound like Wes Van Horn or something, or you're just like a like a crazy hillbilly. <laughs> I was worried. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just kind of shit that everybody wants to. Do. I've done so much more stuff than I ever thought I would. Because like, what what are some of the Iowa you... never thought that I would do, you know, comedy. Yeah. And so then, I don't know. In San Diego, like by the time I left there, I was like, on these like amazing shows and got to meet like my heroes and stuff. And I got to like meet Norm Macdonald and that like if you told like nine year old yeah. Sam Wiles that I got to meet Norm Macdonald, he'd like shit his pants and then cry and. <laughs> have to be consoled so yeah that was really cool and then um like i moved to la to do like a a weird like sketch pilot that never went for nbc so that was cool all right and yeah that like fell (laughs) i got here we shot for two days and then it fell the fuck apart so what happened like 
it was a it was like a it was more of a strategy thing than a thing they were ever actually gonna make. And we kinda oh. realized it as it was happening. And so them buying a sketch show It alert- wasn't my sketch show. I was working on somebody I had opened for. Okay. And then But them doing that alerted someone it was like, or like other show. companies to be yeah. like, you know we that, have like, a sketch show now too. Well, no, because it, it, it was NBC, <laughs> and you know how they were like trying to do all that live stuff and have like Maya Rudolph had a sketch show and oh, I she, she had like a I live special it. and stuff. I think it was like something like it was backup if she bailed. Oh. So it never was going to get made, but it got me to move up here, which I love it up here. So yeah, me too. It's good. I mean, because it's San super, fine, it's but. super chill in San Diego. Super it's chill. chill. It's, it's too, too, it's too relaxed. <laughs> No one, if you have any ambition, you get the fuck out immediately, almost. And that, except for, was Zoltan really good when you were there? Uh, yeah, he was around, yeah. Okay, he's the only person that has ever, can ever do that, which is like, stay in San Diego and still be like... Make a, a living in San Diego. Make like a living as a comedian. And, yeah. and it's and not in San Diego, he just does colleges. And oh, yeah. God, he's, he's so fucking funny. The fact that he's not famous is like, insane because he like looks like a famous person like he's got a distinct yeah he's got this crazy ass hair he looks like eddie vedder's like <laughs> shitty little brother and he's so fucking funny and like so i say that like there's one person who made it work out of a million like there's yeah. so many people in say like there's so many open micers in san diego and i was there, like f- there was a facebook group of 600 open micers in san diego and so of all those people you know, I mean, if they just think you move because you're like, yeah. I'm gonna work on it and I'm gonna move, or you make the other totally fine choice, which is I'm gonna stay in town and be very good in town and just and chill out here. Yeah, I'll yeah, just chill out here. Yeah, so <laughs> that's why it's, but it's, it is too chill, like wrecks your ambition. That's why there's no cool art stuff down there. It's like music is fine, but like it almost gets kind of ruined by everybody being really relaxed and like, oh, yeah, there's yeah. not enough angst. It's all, oh, I... it's all like beautiful days and you're smoking weed and like barbecuing <laughs> and you're like, Oh yeah, we were supposed to write a play about the government four <laughs> years ago. Nobody does uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then eight years passed by, and you're like, "Wasn't I gonna write my manifesto?" And you're like, "Some beautiful woman's blowing you." <laughs> your, your manifesto is just a stack of white paper that says "manifesto" on the top, and, and the, no, she, nothing's been written because you're having a great time in San Diego. Oh, I was going to say, uh, with the angst, no music has no angst anymore. I was trying to start to write a bit about that, where, yeah. like, because because of the hipster movement and everything, like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of punks turned hipster because they were like, yeah, why well, care about shit? Well, and then, and then like, now that hipsters, like, don't care about anything, that they only have to shit on stuff, where okay. they're, they'll shit on things that people like, or things that they yeah. probably should like, but don't, and, like... Yeah, not I having that's true. Not having seen I'm or heard good, any of it. Yeah, I'm not a good person to talk about music. I like, only have like uh, Bob Seger on my iPod. But <laughs> I was listening. To, I was listening to this thing that was on. Uh, I think it was like a Slate podcast where they're talking about how, uh, like, music now is the pro. This guy's positive. The issue is like now everything because of like Arcade Fire, everything is like couched in like nine metaphors and no one is ever direct. And so yeah. it's like, not, the only direct music is rap and that's like why rap is so popular because they like, it's just, go, it's, it's like straight z- up. It's like zigging when everyone else is zagging and yeah. like everyone is like, but this tree is the Bush administration or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that Arcade Fire song, like Keep the Car Running is about the Bush administration but you only know that if someone tells you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where, like, rap is literally like, my dick huge! And you're like, that's cool. 
I bet his dick is huge. I bet he his just, dick is huge. He There's just no, said it in a song. No metaphor. <laughs> I bet his dick is the Bush administration. And, uh, when he says it's huge, it's their overreach. It's the glass ceiling that he's yeah, trying yeah. to push through yeah, yeah. with his dick. Yeah. <laughs> when he says Versace a thousand times, I think he means that uh, the minimum wage should go up. I think he means building seven. Make, yeah, make handbags. <laughs> Um, uh, but, but yeah, I've noticed, I've totally noticed that about music where like, um, I was listening to an album that came out 2005 ish, 2006. And it, you're like, you feel like the, the, all the emotion in it. And I'm like, this is coming through. This is awesome. And I'm like, but there's nothing else. To, there's nothing to like rage against anymore. I mean, I mean there, there's, there there's still just, things. Now but, it's all com- like all complex. <clears throat> I mean, I think that's like. Fuck, this is like a dumb guy talking about things over his head, but like, <laughs> it seems like the next wave of how to really get, how to really trick everyone <laughs> is that everyone like hip that loves like organic shit and mm-hmm. uh, does like natural yoga. healing and Eastern medicine and yoga, yoga is that that stuff's going to be hyper monetized and that's going to play into like, which is probably is now is like that's like the new yuppie culture and it's all tied with money and it's all just more class system shit just disguised as yeah. not class stratification or whatever. But yeah. Like uh, the transcendental meditation costs yeah. like a thousand dollars to start. Yeah, yeah, where you think if it's so good Whoa. then it wouldn't cost money. You know what I mean? <laughs> you think it'd be like water or electricity where it's like a public utility if it's that great. But that's that's like why I think there's some scam to it. Is like I'll make up my own mantra. Meditation is fine, but I think like TM is a scam because it costs money. Yeah. Like, if it was that great and that healing, it's wouldn't a, one brave person, wouldn't David Lynch not charge everyone a million dollars for it? Wouldn't we want to yeah. share that with the world? Yeah. Or, I don't know. I think That's so. Like, I think, yeah, uh, yeah. If, if it was that great, you would tell, like, I invented the internet. Here's the fucking internet. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't be like, you know what I mean? I invented the internet. You're going to have to pay me, though. Yeah, yeah. Which is what people Wait, are trying, trying to do internet? retroactively, but, like, if it's that great, it's going to become excess. It's going to become democratic in that way. Yeah, I think there, there, there's got to be an open source guy out and, there. And or open, is, so, open source yoga. Is, and this episode is just called Idiots uh, Sucking at Articulating Anything. Fucking two dum-dums who should, have you seen that who movie? should read a book. Have you seen that movie Antitrust? No. Okay, Ryan Phillippe, Tim Robbins, uh, Claire Forlani, and that dude who is in that show Deadbeat, who was also... No, who was also in the... That show. Don um, Vito. Bam Margera. <laughs> I'm going to get to it. Uh, God. Wee Man. Wee Man. Is it Steve O? Is it Chris Pontius? <laughs> it's the guy who's in that show Deadbeat who was also in that show Reaper. Did you ever see that? And um, he's got the big beard and he's like. Phil Margera. <laughs> and yes. done. I'm, I'm out of jackass. Is that Bam's People. dad's name? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever his mom's name was. That poor woman. That's credit her ass. Yeah. Her son peed in her food or whatever. <laughs> Never a big jackass guy. Mm. It always just seemed like they were being mean to their moms. <laughs> or the bam part where it'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, I threw my mom in front of a literal bus. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, it's fine to like make a fat guy chase a little midget or whatever. You shouldn't say midget. Edit that out. 
Put, no, it's fine. Put it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine to have a fat guy chase a little person. Like, it's, I guess that's funny. But then anytime they'd be like, and now we're at Ben Margera's house where he's kicking his mom's ass. And he'd like punch his mom and everyone would be like, tight. Like, all the dickheads from my high school would be like, Jackass is awesome because of how mean he is to his parents. It's so cool. I wish I could be that mean to yeah. my parents. Yeah. I wish my dad wasn't in jail so I could be mean to him. <laughs> like, Funny. This, sucks. <laughs> this is depressing. No, now. So, you know some jackass shit is probably funny, but <laughs> all those dudes do stand up now. Yeah, like bad stand up. <laughs> like, all those dudes do terrible stand up. I like, heard that Steve-O was oh, trying to stand up to get on everything, and then he like tells like really bad stories and like squirts lemon in his eye, and that's like his thing. And he like sells out, obviously, like in <laughs> the Midwest and San Diego and shit, like. <laughs> yeah, you know, because he's Steve-O. He's Steve-O. He's from Jackass. Like, Preston Lacey, that big fat guy, like. I know a guy that opens for him a lot, and people go see Preston Lazy, and he's been doing comedy like six months. He's like as good as a bad open micer. And people are like, he's fat! He'll <laughs> up and be like, mm, me hungry! And then, and then they're like, like yeah, he probably is hungry! Yeah. Look at him! <laughs> Chase something! <laughs> okay. What's your favorite part about doing stand up? My favorite part? I'm the ego. <laughs> The pure <laughs> immediate gratification. The money. Everyone telling you you're good. And like, no, I, you know, all that shit everybody likes. Like, because you, I mean, you had, you had the bug early on. Yeah. As we heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think like being funny or like wanting to make people laugh, like that's such a logical, that's such a logical way to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you ever have just a conversation with someone? Where are we now? Uh, uh, Joe, comedian Joe Cazal. And then do it. We just started doing a bit a couple nights ago that was uh, say a. If you'll notice, like in your, you'll know you're in a group of boring people when someone will say something that is just a regular statement in the cadence of a joke and then laugh at it. Yeah. Like, like our thing was like you spill coffee on your shirt and you go, <laughs> time to do laundry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Somebody better get a time pen. That's just a good idea. You just said it in the cadence of a joke. So it's like, I can't handle the people that aren't kidding. Like, fuck off. Like, if you want, oh my god. And that will ruin comics for me. Like, if I know them personally and they, like, are serious. Very serious, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go, oh, I don't like your stand-up anymore. Like, Because you don't, you're not a funny person. It's way better to be a funny person with shitty material. Yeah. Because it comes through. Yeah, it definitely Than does. be this, like, oh, you've crafted this, like, genius bit that like really frames gender politics and like that's fine but then if but off, then, then joke if around off stage, yeah then if off stage you're like my branding is very serious I'm like I, I'd rather be dead talk to you so my branding is very serious like, I don't know <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yes that's why I want to be a comedian I totally I know what you is mean because the that's just such an after like you come and you eat not in that order. Maybe in that order. Don't eat the cum. That's my point. If you satisfy your two animal instincts of eating and ejaculating or whatever, then I think the next thing to feed is like a little escape. Like get, make yeah. things not so bad. Mm-hmm. And that's what laughing is. That's know. what comedy is. Yeah. When people are at so, a stand-up show, they're like, I want to yeah. forget about like my shitty my whole, life for a minute. Yeah. That's like how both like sides of my family growing up, they were kind of different about it. But it was like, 
my dad's side of the family like told these long stories and hmm. they're super non-confrontational so everything is followed with a laugh but everything is a joke and yeah. so they don't have to deal with anything <laughs> and my mom's side of the family is all conflict but it's all ball busting it'll just be like I always fuck up cousins my grandpa's always just like get another lady pregnant like the minute they walk in the room and it's like the funniest and it's got the best timing and like they'll be like yeah like, that's just like his immediate dealing with like the I know that's not funny out of context but like that's how he deals with stuff yeah. would just be to like immediately call people out on the dumb thing they're doing <laughs> and like rib them and like that made their, that made things bearable so it's that good just seems natural it's good to take a lot of moments in life and just be like really what are we it's oh, fine yeah, that's yeah. everything yeah that's everything isn't it it's yeah. like again two dipshits <laughs> I keep looking to my right, like that's the audience. What if, what again, if, two fucking morons <laughs> saying stuff at a time. What if you were saying it at the TV and then you yeah. saw it start getting typed and I'm just sitting here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck? This transcript is going somewhere, isn't it? Um, yeah. This yeah, is episode I mean, 99. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Who's who's on 100? Is it a uh, big okay. superstar? Let's see. It's right over here. It's, it's, Tyler, <coughs> it's Tyler Reese. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I would shit my pants. Ka- Kathleen DeRose. Uh, yeah, she just did. She just did the show. Greg, yeah, Claire. This is probably also fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all good, all good stuff. Yeah, man. Um, I was gonna say. I re- interrupted you. Yeah, what were you saying? Oh, I was just gonna say like that's like that's what gets you out of. I mean, if you have any day jobs. That's why day jobs blow if you don't care about them because like, what is this? You know what I mean? And so many jobs in LA are like, I make a Google like. I adhere to a no, Google no, no. Go algorithm. Ba- go back to the first way you were saying it. I make I Google. make a Google. <laughs> I, make... I sit here and I make a Google algorithm. Yeah, well, it's just trying to think like what it like. What am I even doing? Because I'm like writing SEO content for a Google algorithm for a for a website that isn't a hotel chain but wants hotel chains to link to them. Like that's literally a job I had. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? I'm g- if we do this, we're all gonna die. We're like, <laughs> we'll all die. If to- I hit send, we'll will the singularity happen? This? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are we? Will all AI this get intelligence so when I hit removed. send? This is so far removed from like building a house or growing apples that you're like, what is? What are we doing at all? Like, this isn't entertainment. This isn't helping anyone. Like, this is nothing. That's like, I don't know, like my last day job was like, we literally, I told, like, I set up things so that animators could make images for inter-business, not even for the consumer, inter-business presentations to each other. And that was my job. And I was like, what is it? I'm doing... I'm that was in San Diego? That? No, this is up here. Oh, and it okay. was like, this is like, make, I'm telling a person with talent to draw fucking Shrek to show at a... At a, nuts, at a No, at like a, in a conference room with other executives within the same company. So it's not even... No one's even seeing it that isn't like already in on the thing. It just... Uh, it all felt... Uh, it was just a crazy... It's super... It's so far removed from like farming. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so far removed from anything that matters. Anyway, that's my point. I belabored the shit out of it. To the point where I'm going to kill myself with this homemade air conditioner. <laughs> Dude, the last day job I had was... Um, I memorized the the pitch of what it was, because it was so hard to explain otherwise. Yeah. We made and sold stuff to doctors' offices and hospitals that they re- then ran through their blood and urinalysis machines to make sure their machines were running properly. 
You lost me eight different times. <laughs> that's, how, that's how not interesting that was. Not your fault. That, the thing you were describing was truly terrible. I'll, 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 I'll simplify it even more. We made stuff. We sold it. They used it on their machines before using <laughs> it on like regular stuff. But that's even yeah. for... That goes to like someone's health. Like It's crazy... I think everyone has, like, yeah. a production job where you're like, and I had to get bagels for fucking Caesar Milan's birthday party. And you're like, what? <laughs> That's the dog whisperer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just picked a thing. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that... When I left that job, I was just yeah. like, because, yeah, yeah, we were helping people, sure. But it didn't feel it's, like it. So it never moved. felt like yeah, it. You're never I was making labels for all this shit. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't have a degree. Yeah, I don't a, have a degree at all. Just a cog with no teeth on <laughs> Just, like, moving in a fucking Felix the Cat clock. <laughs> I, one year, I got a 12-cent raise. Mm. There you go. Oh, man, do you want to feel menial? Get, like, that kind of raise, and you're like, oh, I okay. And it's because I didn't ask for a raise. Like mm -hmm. I, that was the first job that I had where I was like, "Oh, this runs it. like yeah. like I've seen on TV and stuff, maybe mm -hmm. a little bit." That's <laughs> a funny That's thing. My Our generation's issue yeah. is that uh, we've only fan we've only seen on the TV yeah. that people ask for raises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what am I? How do Asking I do for that? A raise I don't know. Seems like science fiction. Yeah. Because that's oh, I just ask for my money and then you say and yes. People if I'm doing been well. Doing that for a hundred years and we're all just like, I, I I just stopped being an intern and I'm 31. <laughs> <laughs> so a raise seems crazy. That's insane. You guys don't yeah. want to give me a raise, do you? Yeah, you're doing a great job. Uh, what is this a scam? <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like all my stand-up right now is just about shitty job things, and I'm like, at the end of it, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I need to talk about At the end of else. the shitty jobs? Well, I'm just, well, no, I'm still having shitty jobs, but I just need to be done talking about it. Like, uh, I feel like I've articulated it, and I, like, <laughs> have flushed it out as human, like, as much as humanly possible, as has, like, everyone. Like, there's never going to be a better yeah. about-your-day-job bit than, like, Kyle Kinane, you know what I mean? Like, the, pulling... The, uh, <laughs> um, semi-truck driver and, like, the... Or that daring one? the internet to bore him from... Death of the Party. Okay. Like that, the bit about, yeah. Just like going, <laughs> I wouldn't work at the office. I would go to the office. Like, I don't know. And, he, and yeah, uh, he's got the bit about the, have you nice seen? Nice dead air. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen the one where he's like, I don't know how I'd be a, a sous chef or whatever. And then, so he's like, just imagine me doing stand up, and then I disappear. And then a sous chef is in my place and then I'm in his place in like, um, <laughs> What are those? Benihana or whatever. Uh -huh. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, he's fucking funny. He's like yeah. the dude. He's like never going to not be funny. He's one of those, sadly, all, like, I feel like all my favorite comedians, this is, uh, I'm, being, I'm painting myself as, like, conservative somehow, which is embarrassing. But, like, all my favorite comedians are, like, white dudes over 50. And, like, I feel like Kinane is not 50 yet, but he fits in that crank. Generation was like Todd Glass and yeah. Dana Gould and uh, Bill Burr. I saw Bill Burr the other night and he was like oh. incredible. At um, just dudes that like weren't didn't totally blow up. At Stories, right? At uh, Good Heroin. No, uh, it was at Wheel Show. Oh, okay. He's really great, and uh, yeah, it's all dudes that didn't totally blow up, so they stayed kind of cranky, but they stayed really funny, and they never <laughs> were like they never got a butler, so they're like still hysterical and they never got a butler. You know what I mean? 
like, yeah. like now, like Louis has gotten too much Oscar buzz to be a funny stand-up. <laughs> Dude, I liked Live at the Comedy Store. Yeah, that funny. was that was real very fun. good. But at some point, like that, that mythos has got a weigh on him to the point where oh, he has sure. to kind of address it, and he like isn't and talk about it, and maybe yeah. like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. like, like. Andy Kindler never had to pull the nose up because his, like, life was too good. You know what I mean? Like, Andy Kindler's gonna be a funny tornado until he's in the ground. Yeah. So. There I feel like Kinane's, like, the next that. Because he's always so nice, too, when you talk to him. And, like, he's such a cool, yeah, good dude mm-hmm. that he isn't, like, standoffish yet. or Not gonna be jaded or anything. Yeah, he's, like, as famous as he's gonna be, so he's not... Yeah. And he's he's like the voice normal, of Comedy Central. Like, there are a bunch of comedians of his generation that are total dicks. Yeah. And like, yep. I'm like, okay. And we need to talk about all of them. <laughs> and I have a list. <laughs> it's in all my. It's in my facts about Dave Matthews Band notebook. That's the second half. And I flip it, and it's comedians who are dicks. <laughs> comedians who are kind of dicks now, who were slightly not <laughs> a couple years ago. <laughs> It's all of a dot matrix printer that you brought from home. Yeah. The, the stacks of perforated paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> De- detailed lists. Oh, man. Wait, so do you, do you also have a podcast? You said that jokingly earlier, no? No. I think I... Uh, God, I not even, like... I'm not even interested enough in other people to like, ask them questions. <laughs> That's where you get your own podcast yeah, and I, just rant into yeah, a microphone. Yeah. I just delight myself with the sound of my own voice. <laughs> that, yeah, that seems like a thing I would do. I don't know. <laughs> that seems like a shitty thing I would make. Yeah. Um, ranting, ranting. I don't have a podcast. Like, I have a show. I mean, like a stand-up show, like a weekly. Oh, what is that? It's called Rod Stewart Live. Hmm. Uh, I run it with James Austin Johnson. Okay, cool. Him yeah. And Zach Pugh. Okay. And uh, we literally came up with the name... Um, because I was whistling Maggie Mae and we were all high. And that scene, we were like, I wonder if someone will think Rod Stewart will be there. Like, that's that's how that's how good we are at marketing. We were like, I wonder if like four middle-aged couples will come in and think Rod Stewart is at a bar in Highland Park. Probably. And so, maybe. We've had their... T- their uh, people who are mad at Rod Stewart will tweet at us a lot, which is very funny. Because the picture is like cartoons of me and James and Zach, like our faces. Like, it's not... Yeah. There's nothing about the There's show no affiliation is, with... Uh, yeah, has anything to do with Rod Stewart. We don't even... We have not, he, he's not on any of our promotional anything. Yeah. It's just the just name the and name. then us. And, like, I think it's funny to act like he isn't a real person. Like, we just liked how those names sounded. And so... And, but, like, his, still, there would be people that are, like... He, like, wore a fur coat and people, like, lost their mind on our Twitter handle. Which has 66 followers. And... They were Rod like, how Stewart dare you live. wear fur, fur is murder. And we were like, oh, this is crazy. Like, why would you do zero research? Why would Rod Stewart, the singer, why would his live tour date account not have any tour dates to the website, mostly just have lists of comedians who are going to be on his show? What? Why would you do that? That's like what that reminds me of. Uh, I'm Jack- so mad about fur that I'm not going to read anything. <laughs> Reminds me of Jeff Davis from Hermantown. Oh, yeah, yeah. His Twitter and... Uh, yeah, the Jeff Davis from... The guy Teen who Wolf. made Teen Wolf. Which... It's so funny enough people watched the bad Teen Wolf remake to be mad. Like, that's how many people there are in the world. <laughs> that's crazy. What did you think about um, 
Because this happened before... It was in True Blood. Mm-hmm. When they first introduced... Did you watch that when it was on? Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, or, I'm not supporting your bit. Do you know... <laughs> Should I just say that I have it? Then I'll be like, yes. And then when yeah, Steve That is Togo, crazy. When Steve Ooh. was a vampire and he was like, fucking shut up. <laughs> do you remember when Steve the vampire did that? You remember when he was like, fuck you, Kevin. And Kevin was like, I love blood. <laughs> I've seen True Blood. It's very good. There's Please don't shoot me with a silver true. bullet. That yeah. would kill me. Yeah, <laughs> I would hate that. A stake to the face. A stake. <laughs> well, True Blood did it, and the 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 Twilight movies did it. My mm-hmm. my ex made me watch one of them in the theater. Mm-hmm. It's oh really stupid. God. It's stupid. They're so don't, dumb. Don't let anyone know you watch the Twilight movies. Though everyone knows now, all fourteen listeners. But <laughs> <laughs> pulling oh pulling big numbers, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, braggy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fifteen. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Um, but a werewolf. We got the Tyler Reese bump. We got all those, all the Reese heads out there. Right? Really into it. All of his fans are called Reese's Pieces. Yeah. All right. That sucks. I love it. Uh, do you know? Okay, this is getting real off the rails. Do you remember that he had a joke, and it was so. It's so not appropriate, but it really would make me laugh because it's so uh, The first one? Was wrong. it the, fir- the, the intro joke? Yeah, that when he would come out... Gay as fuck? Yeah, he would just come out and you'd go, calories and I'm gay as fuck. And, and I he don't usually, think he's actually gay. No, and he usually had like a couple people in the crowd for him that would also say it along with him. Were you not there for that? No. Anyway, I know that sounds stupid. He got stupid, some like, local it, fans. It, it did they... make me laugh, and I feel bad about that. <laughs> but it did, to watch like a dumb surfer yeah. 16-year-old get up and, he's doing and say I'm gay as fuck like... was somehow funny. Because <laughs> like, it really went against what he looked like, which is the kind of... He looked like he would be super homophobic, and he had that like dumb San Diego guy accent. Yeah. And then would get him to be like, I'm just, I'm super gay. <laughs> like, which is not true, and fe- it is very homophobic, but something about it made me laugh. And I, that's what, yeah. Yeah, I remember laughing at that joke. Talk about Tyler Reese a lot. <laughs> you know I have 12, listeners. He's going to hear about this. Yeah, the 15 is now 12. Right now. <laughs> no, they're now looking up Tyler Reese. <laughs> yeah, be like, who is he, d- he does not, admittedly, have an internet presence. <laughs> He's probably selling oranges uh, on ramp, and that's where you can find him. Dude, the last Carmel time, Valley on-ramp. last I talked to him, he was uh, apprenticing to be a tattoo artist. Oh sure, that seems like his thing. <laughs> that seems dead on. Um, oh, what were we talking about right before um, the joke? Oh yeah, I mean like his his one-liners were just really good. They were fine. <laughs> really good is a lot. All right. But, like, they were fine for what he was. Like, they were pretty crazy. Yeah. A couple... For a guy yeah. who looked like he is, like, dad was a surfer and his mom was a literal bomb. Like, that. they were... A guy who, like, couldn't think. Yeah, they were, like, pretty good. Uh, that comes across as mean. Did uh, you ever, Did you ever go to uh, Madhouse or... Yeah. Yeah, the I first ma- weekend I, I ever did a was times. Madhouse. The first like club stuff I ever did was I hosted the Madhouse. Oh, cool! Like, three years ago, and Pete Holmes and Andy Haynes were the oh shit feature and headliner. And I'm still kind of friends with Andy. And yeah, he's cool. They were so like nice and like accommodating and like encouraging and stuff. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling like that that weekend, like a year in, was like one of the funniest I've ever felt. I did like crowd work the whole time because I was just so high on the idea of like yeah. I'm at a comedy club. <laughs> I'm being paid very little money to, to host a show with fucking Pete Holmes like 
Jesus God. And I remember feeling so high from that that I like did like crowd work and it worked. And I don't like do a lot of crowd work, but like still to this day I was like, that was some good crowd work I did. <laughs> that was genuinely good. I gotta and go back to the, back to the tape. What did yeah, I do? Yeah, that was like better than any material I then wrote for another two years. So yeah, I did the Madhouse all the time. That's I mean I've heard they're going by the wayside. I went. I'm gonna maybe do a spot there this weekend. American Comedy Thanks Company here. is another one. Yeah, I I worked it, I worked chill. there about once a month for about a year. Cool. And then moved up here. So yeah, I've not I've been there back I've been back there a couple times, but yeah yeah I mean you knew like Mike Ula. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Samoan dude. Yeah, yeah, he's like one of my best friends. So I'm okay. going to go see him this weekend and right. for Thanksgiving and hang out. And he's the funniest person in the world that uh, dude, doesn't really so like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> or like he has periods where he just hates it and doesn't do it. And then he'll do it because like I'm in town and we, we'll we we'll hang out. And he'll be like, I guess I'll get up and do some comedy. And then he crushes. And dude, he's, like he's the so funny. Yeah. He's so goddamn funny. He so doesn't give a fuck. He was on Two Broke Girls. And he still has people introduce him as local as area open micer. Like other people would use that credit all the time, and he only will let you introduce him as area, area open micer. Yeah, he's been offered like writing jobs for shitty comedians. Like he's so likable and so funny, and like yeah, he's he's like he's the most interesting. He has like by far the best like backstory. And he's super interesting, and then I don't know. He just he doesn't really uh, care to share that. Like it was all just like. He's just a cool dude. <laughs> so, yeah, and well, he and I used to host that American Comedy Company open mic, which was so fun because it was so popular that we had to total free was reign. Tuesdays? Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah. And Jimmy Calloway hosts that now. You oh, know cool, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jimmy's a great dude. I knew Jimmy. And, um, I had him on the podcast. Oh, he was on the show? Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, he's really funny. Um, but yeah, Mike and I used to host that, and it was fun. Mike mostly hosted. I would fill in like once a month or so. But we had so okay. much uh, free reign at that point because people... You know, other towns have open mics with like a gajillion people in the crowd. It's mm-hmm. like a real show. Yeah. Like at the like, open mics in like Des Moines and shit have a hundred people there. Because ever like Cause that's the place real, to go. Comedy's a, or it's comedy's a fun thing. Yeah. It's not just this like rote garbage pile where you go watch somebody talk about a movie they saw, like L.A. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And go on. I've done that. So, but I just said it's a good movie. You guys should see it. <laughs> uh, so th- those were so fun that like Mike and I could like have a lot of like banter, and we would. And to keep the, I think any good Mike, if there's enough, if there's a ton of people signed up, you throw up good people. You're actually not totally democratic about it, just to keep the show going. Because yeah. what if you have a bunch of stinkers? Let's all admit that they're, most people in open mic are bad, which there's is fine. That is stinkers. totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody sucks when they start. Yeah. And there's no one that can tell you to stop. Yeah. And that's what's gorgeous about it. And there's always so let's admit room for bad, improvement. Yeah. You are bad. So you should be thankful to be balanced out with somebody good. Yeah. Like when I started, all my jokes were, you know, most of my jokes are dog shit now. Let alone like four years ago when I was like, you know what's weird about Garfield? Thank God there were other people on that show so everyone didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, you should, if you if you suck, just be like, yeah, I suck. Put me in between two good people who get to be on yeah. because they're good. There's some meritocracy. There should be some meritocracy yeah. with open mics. I agree. This has been two dickheads <coughs> saying nothing about anything important, and they should be killed, probably. When they leave, they should be executed, and I think we're all on board. Well, I'm not going uh, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept my favorite. If there's snipers outside... Fucking Anton Chigurh, because they were like, that, that was how meaningless everything you said was. It just nail through the forehead. Um... But what no, I yeah I, I oh, that uh, open mic was really fun. I, uh, yeah I feel the that because I when I ran the show, 
this show down in San Diego, uh-huh. I was running it as our apartment comedy show. Okay. And um, and it I was feel like I left when you were when I was like doing starting, it. Starting I that. left in January of two thousand fourteen. Okay, yeah, I moved up here uh, July of two thousand fourteen. So, okay. So I had just started in October. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, but then um, that. The way I ran it was like it was kind of a mic, but mm-hmm. I would like, yeah, message people yeah, yeah. and see if they yeah, could yeah. get on. And, and I think that's fine. That's what's <laughs> bananas when you first start and people are like, "It's not fair. It's rigged." And you go, "Okay, guy with one leg. We're not." <laughs> that might be a specific story. I might have pulled that reference for a reason. <laughs> Some dude with one leg would be like, "You didn't get me up. It's not fair." And then try to fight you. And you're like, "Eh." <laughs> Big surprise. Most of his act was about it. He didn't. Just once. I want someone with some insane physical depiction to have a bunch of material about global warming and not. Yeah. I'm wearing a hat. Like, fuck you. Look at how tall I am. Yeah. Oh my god. The first one my guy ever saw was in Cedar Rapids. It was a guy who was really tall, and his whole bit was literally hitting his head on the ceiling. <gasps> or not the ceiling, like a little. There's like a little. Uh, hang down like mm-hmm. beam and he would hit his lights. head on it and yeah. he would be like that was like his like get her done that's like how he would punctuate a bit was he would hit his head when and by the end he was just like red and bruised and then we'd be like how do you sustain that at all uh, he doesn't he's dead now because yeah, he's probably he's definitely dead there's no way everyone who did open mics in 2008 in cedar rapids is 100 percent dead if the head no... smashing didn't kill him the weight from his the bones crushing his yeah. Rest of his body well, killed him. Fa- all the Mountain Dew has got to do you in at some point. <laughs> do me in. Ugh. Ghoul. <laughs> hey, I'll be Mountain Dew's spoke- spokes- spokesperson. I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> they're they're yeah. looking for one. Yeah. Hey, it's out there. Yeah. No, no one will do it. Like, I'm above money. <laughs> Doug Culp, you're the last guy. Will you? Our last vestige, please. Yeah. yeah. Please tell people how good we it is. We asked Preston Lacey. We asked. <laughs> Bam Margera. We asked Fat Jew. <laughs> we asked Craig Shoemaker, the love tester. The real guy. Who is at the Madhouse Comedy Club this weekend, I think. Let's <laughs> um, call back. That's a good yeah, callback. Yeah. We're all about it here. Mm-hmm. Here at Duck Culp's Funny Farm. <laughs> Sponsored by Mountain Dew and homemade air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And, and Star Wars. Star Wars <laughs> uh, Return of the Jedi. I don't. I know so little about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw them when I was a little kid. I didn't retain any information, and now I know nothing. Did like, you? Did you see one, two, and three? I saw. Uh, what are the old ones? I saw four, the, five, and six. Four, five, and six. So I saw. Yeah, I've not seen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three. You're not. You're not missing out. Okay. Cool. <laughs> just, well, why do you? I mean, like we're roughly the same age. When you were a kid, and someone was like, "These are Star Wars," you were like, "Tight." And then they were like, "Here's Men in Black, which looks awesome." <laughs> like, how are you not like Star Wars sucks? Men in Black rules. Like, that's a lot. Because I was like, I was like, yeah, this movie about this like effeminate dude like loves his sister, and then there's the Force. It all looks dumb as hell. I'm gonna go watch Batman Forever. Because <laughs> there's nipples on those costumes. Yeah. Which, I'm not defending Batman forever, let's not get it twisted. But. Sorry, my alarm just went off for all the people at home. Everyone who heard that, that was an alarm. No need for an alarm, because we've got one. 
Sorry. You gotta get going soon? No. no okay. No, no. Um, but... Oh, yeah, Star Wars... Oh, when I was first shown Star Wars, I mean, I was little, it was on tape. My my dad had, like, paused out the commercials for the most part. Some of them still were there, and I'm like, ugh, 80s commercials. Yeah. You know what I, it, This is And this is a weird aside. Uh, I watched Star Wars in the morning, and mm-hmm. as soon as I finished it, I changed the channels at my babysitter's house, and Columbine had just happened. Oh, shit. Like, I was like, the world is crazy. You're like, did I, I do watched, this? Yeah. I just watched Star Wars, and now... Now there's a school shooting, and I remember my like old lady babysitter was like, "We have to have a talk." And the whole time I was like, "Does this have something to do with Star Wars?" <laughs> so I have a weird association with Star Wars, also. <laughs> That's all. It's not valuable. Star Wars was your 9/11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Columbine was my 9/11. <laughs> weird sentiment to have. The guy on 9-11, he goes, everyone's going to talk about this 9-11 thing. Well, I was at Columbine. <laughs> like, really one of them. Tragedy guy. Columbine was my 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> that ruined Star Wars for I, me. You know when America was really going downhill? <laughs> the tragedy. We all thought we were. The tragedy one-upper. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've met I've met those people. Oh, you think that's dad, bad? Yeah, your dad was on flight ninety three. <laughs> you think that's bad? Ugh. My parents my were the twin Dylan, towers. Yeah, my son is Dylan Clayball. <laughs> I don't know who that is. The Columbine shooter. Oh shit. Be up on your hey. Shoot. <laughs> Be, Be up, up on, on your not so current events. Yeah, a thing that happened like kind of a while ago now. Look it up like in your twenty years ago. in your high school yearbook. Yeah, Look yeah. it up. <laughs> the tragedy one upper. Uh, like you think that. that's bad? Yeah, I've I've met people like that though, yeah, and they're like annoying to be sure. around. But yeah, yeah, as a sketch, oh, hundred percent would work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just it. lost my job. You think that's bad? Yeah. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> it is so. Yeah, that's such a person. You'd be like a tornado, like took the roof on my house. It's like impossible to pay for. i be like, well, my dad is dead. <laughs> okay. He's been dead for ten years, dude. Or no. Or cool. We both are in terrible spots. So yeah. Let's get along. There's Why? no competition yeah, for you don't grief. Win. <laughs> you win this grief contest. <laughs> and what would uh, you win from a grief contest? You More Dave, grief. You had Dave Child on this podcast. Hmm. Dave did probably the best thing I've ever seen. It's the last night. Uh, I don't know if you saw. I was going around. The 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 show at Bigfoot Lodge was hmm. like uh, essentially crashed by this like girl's birthday party but it was like the worst kind of people like oh. big fucking American Peril hats yeah. like these like sort of hot tattooed ladies and dudes with man buns like they were very like Los Angeles pieces of shit yeah. and they were so trying to make the show they about just got them. out of yoga class but it was so so many people went up that were too fast for them like it, there was no dull spot in the lineup so it was all because it was all just people going up and um telling dumb stories like dumb thanksgiving stories because okay. there was really not supposed to be anyone there yeah but the show became like very funny la comedians getting up and saying the meanest thing they could think of to this group of <laughs> hot dickheads and dave, and, dave, and dave child did probably the fun one of the funniest things i've ever seen which was just get up and he told was trying to tell a story about he's he was like oh, he was like fuck you guys like very kind of 
offhandedly, yeah. and then they kept talking, and he was trying to tell a story about his dead dad, and he just stops and he goes, my dad is dead! And he's screaming at this girl on her birthday, and she hates it so much, but he's just screaming about his dead dad, and now he has a lot of issues about it, but like, red-faced and like, chubby and screaming Dave Child, and it like, it was so the medicine that they needed, and it was just really like, everyone, like, one at, boom, one after the other. Like, got up, put them in their place, told them to fuck themselves. Yeah. And they, like, loved the attention because they were shitty people. But like, <laughs> it was so gratifying. And any audience that was there was like, this is the best comedy show I've ever been to because it's everyone we hated from high school is getting yelled at, but, like, in the way they need it. Yeah. And it was, oh, it's tremendous. So, it's very funny. She's going to remember that birthday for the rest of her damn life. Oh, yeah. And not understand why it was cool. <laughs> She'll never get it. <laughs> She'll never get it. She'll never that get it. That guy kept problems. yelling that his dad was dead right at my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Why was he Isn't doing that? that? Crazy? Isn't that weird? Um, we were just trying to have a conversation. Yeah. Loudly. <laughs> well, they were like heckling people and saying like booing people. Oh, like, shit. Booing people who were like doing well, which is like, oh, you're not even listening to the show. Yeah. And so you deserve Well, you don't understand why you're booing. Yeah. You're booing for attention. Yeah. You need to be told yeah. what to do. Yeah. Because yeah. you're a fucking child. Yeah, you don't Shut understand up. what anything is. Like, you don't understand anything outside the realm of your, like, Instagram feed. So, <laughs> you ass. Anyway. Well, Instagram is all that matters. The end. <laughs> what else? Do you have, uh, so do we play a game? Do we? Do we no, do the, no games, it's talk just... Talk about religion. It's just, <laughs> Single gunshot. God, what's what do you so what do you think? Of I, like, actually, I actually is there a heaven? <laughs> I actually grew up in Mormon LDS, oh, cool. but I haven't gone in a long time. Like I haven't, sure. I haven't gone in like almost a year. It's been about a good you eight gone months. In a year? It's been like a good oh, seven eight months. You're, th- you're thirty one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so you were Mormon for a while. Yeah yeah yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. But, like, so that's why, like, I still don't drink, like, coffee and, like, uh... I smoke a bunch of weed and drink Mountain Dew. Oh, that's yeah. That's, like, way oh, worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no way the Mormon church is like, Mountain Dew is tight! Dude, it's tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, the caffeine thing's a misnomer. It's because there's, like, other shit in coffee, but... What's anyway. the other shit in coffee? Uh, demon spawn. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, I, I generally want to know, what is the... I said we should talk about religion jokingly, because, like... Yeah. No, it's like, but like that, I'm genuinely, it's like tannic acid. It like fucks up the inner lining of your stomach. And, uh, is that true? uh, Yeah. Okay. Why do the Mormons care about it? and No one else does. I don't know. They're like really into seventh day Adventists stole it from Mormons. Ah. They, they also have a, it's called the word of wisdom and it's like, it's basically guidelines to have a healthy life. Like it's very dietary stuff. Yeah. It's very, it's very like, um, Okay, if we follow this, like we'll probably be healthy and don't drink a bunch of Mountain Dew. Good lives. (laughs) It's not in there. But hey, hey Dale, get on AOL.com and Google if Mountain Dew is okay by the Mormon Church. You you got the only PC. They say PC. They're very like specific about what type of stuff it is. You've only got you've got the only Macintosh in the house. Use um, one of them discs. We got like a hundred AOL discs. <laughs> oh, but I was gonna say like uh, one one reason why I stopped going is because they they've got like singles singles ward, which is a congregation, and so it's like eighteen to thirty. Yeah, eighteen to thirty. If you're single, and you're too old for single ward. Go there, and I'm too old for singles ward. Yeah, <laughs> so 
At 31, are they just like, uh, no, you're, you I, should quit Mormonism because you're too creepy? <laughs> <laughs> we can't What's find your any Mormon deal? Women. Yeah, we can't find any Mormon women to fuck you. What's so. your deal? You can be done. <laughs> you you get to be done. No one else gets to be done. You get to be done. So, so it was either go, uh, keep going to church and like go where it's like old people and like uh-huh. kids and babies and shit. Yeah. Or just stop going for a while and just see how I feel and I feel mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was not like religious at all, but I dreaded church every week until I, I was, hated going. I always I was hated going. And then I was like, mom, do I hate to? <laughs> mom was like, we don't really want to either. So we're all good. We like, all, as a family, we like called it. We're like, oh, we're all old 16? enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then my mom got really into like, Eastern stuff and like meditation. That's like she's way more chill and it's more fun. So I was like, yeah, good job. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, but I always went because it just felt like it's what you do. You mm-hmm. go to you go to church on Sundays. Yeah. And, and now I kind of think it's like quaint. It's like going to like a farmer's market. I like, want to go. I want to go because it feels old timey. Oh, there's people here. Yeah. Oh. Hey, look at this. This is something, isn't it? They still have Bibles at this one. They're saying old time stuff. <laughs> this isn't all the old time. They're saying they're ye saying. and thee yeah. and. We should go get some organic eggs. <laughs> some ale for my mead. Yeah. Some ale for my mead. Stein. You would get a... Yeah, you would take some ale and you would put it in your mead. That's... You know how... That's the common practice today. You get a Bud Light and you pour it in a glass of whiskey and you... Mmm, ale mead. And then you drink it. <laughs> Classic drinking. Okay, Mormon. You clearly don't understand. All my Mormon years of drinking, this is... <laughs> If you couldn't tell, I'm a little new to booze. Ale mead. Woo. You know drinking when you pour hard liquor into beer or beer into hard liquor. Oh, they always mix them. I'll have a cosmopolitan. That's, that's a mixed that drink, is. right? Yeah. Give me a cosmopolitan and he pours a Guinness into a milk. Yeah, I don't have a lot of knowledge in that area. Hmm. Give me a shim sham. Is that anything? He's guessing. Give me a top dog. Give me a... Sir, we don't know what a top dog is. Mm, That's the trick to bartending weddings. Is uh, if someone asks for something, you don't oh, a mixed drink, like, and then you're like, Ricky, you're like, we don't have the stuff for it. We might. I just am not gonna look up how to do that. I'm not. You're at a wedding. Get drunk. You do not need to sip on a lime, Ricky. You tool bag. It's my favorite one. Yeah. yeah, it's always that kind of guy too. Jewish. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Again, playful anti-Semitism on the podcast. You just sort of a Jewy voice. I, I was it's my it's my that. whining voice. Did you ever listen to Professor Blastoff? Uh, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Um, Kyle had a, a character where it was like, but what about me? <laughs> and it was like every time they were like talking about themselves or their problems, he's yeah. like, that's how it feels every time we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. when I talk about my problems, it feels like, but what do I mean? So, whenever one of the guests would, yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, is really funny. Oh, man. He, he's in that group of dudes, I don't know how they're not famous yet. Yeah. Hampton is I mean, like he's, that. Uh, uh, he's got this show on sci-fi, is that still going? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. You know what I mean, though, where you're like, you're so goddamn funny, how are you now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I will, and, H- Hampton's the new voice of Mystery Science Theater. Did you see that as of today? What? Yeah. He's the... He's the Wait. robot. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Which robot? I fuck, I don't know. Uh, Tom Servo? The, uh, I see him as Tom Servo, the dude with the, um, or Crow. 
He's probably Crow. Crow's the gold. Crow is the dude with the um, lacrosse looking thing on the back of his head. Yeah, I think that one maybe. And then uh, Tom Servo is the bubble gum uh, uh, machine. Yeah, he's the other one, the lacrosse head one. Yeah. Okay. So that's awesome. Yeah. But I remember, I've and had Jonah gets to be new Joel. Yeah. That's oh, cool. So awesome. Mr. St. Cyr's back. Did I ever tell you, a uh, lady from my... Uh, did I ever tell you? We've, we're always talking. Uh, a lady from my own. This is the first time we've, like, hung Jonah up. Saw Jonah Conan, and then she emailed me. She's got my email from somebody and was like, I saw you on Conan O'Brien, and it was Jonah Ray. Like, we do not look at same. We're, like, the same height. That's about it. Like, darn dark hair the same height and she was like I saw you on Conan I was like oh you didn't wait for them to say the name of the person you haven't seen in 10 years throw on some Warby Parkers throw, get some uh, get some buttons on yeah. you and then yeah. a little bit I wear glasses but they're so thick you can't it's possibly <laughs> I look insane if you haven't seen any posters of you know when you do posters when you're a year in and they're like he's a draw and you're like why am I on a poster <laughs> All those pictures that you need for that are like me with very thick glasses. I have very thick glasses, but do you wear I, contacts? Yeah, but oh, I had okay. to start comedy the same week I had an eye infection. Oh. So I wore glasses for the first year, and just look. I look nuts because they're like military issue thick black <laughs> frames. So the lenses are so heavy, and so I look. I look like a lunatic. It's like and, the girl from Ferris Bueller. Yeah, no, I, was, I look like the BTK killer. Like. <laughs> how I had started and they were like and we'll put you on these promotional posters you know, who am I going to attract four people from my office that guy with glasses looks like he's pretty funny yeah he seems pretty funny look at his big serial murder glasses <laughs> those are used for killing ants which you probably did at some point I, yeah, <laughs> so did I I had yeah. glasses too to I had bifocals at a certain point yeah. Weird. And my do Mormons not do full glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Because of the dew. It's the Mountain Dew. The dew shrinks the bottom half of your eyeball. That's what you don't know. Is it you? Slowly corrodes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the damages, it's the carbonation damage, that yeah, just... damages your retina. All that extreme energy. <laughs> it makes your eyeballs flat. No, I wear glasses age three to 20 and when i was 20 i uh my i was on my mormon mission in dominican uh -huh. republic and uh i had i had my you got lasik for 50 dollars <laughs> i'm actually blind the dominican is i'm actually blind i've memorized the house yeah. <laughs> i know where to look i'm not i'm not seeing anything yeah i know that you're uh, like a a, a person it's like i got some minor league baseball player to cut up my eyes with laser. i know you're a shape i don't know <laughs> I don't see much else. <laughs> no, because uh, I was farsighted. I am farsighted, and that's correctable, and so my corrective lens is... Corrected it. Corrected it. Thing that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's just a little humble brag. <laughs> oh, you have glasses? Well! That's where you're, it's funny if that was where your self-esteem was. <laughs> Well, um, not to brag, but... I have 20-20. Can we talk to Doug after his divorce? He has, like, no self-esteem. He's just making shit up. <laughs> my podcast has 15 listeners, and my eyesight's been corrected. So. Karen took everything. I actually, she took everything. <laughs> she I took actually have listeners in Israel. Ooh. 
So shout out to you guys. Hey. I don't know what I'm doing right, I but... I said, like, the word Jews in a weird way, like, four times this podcast. <laughs> Thank God. We know it's not from a place of hate. Uh. It's not from a place of hate. <laughs> it's been... Seriously. And if we're honest, you could have put the word, like, uh, you know, Goo. cheetah in there, and it would have been the same. You could have put, like, a jungle animal, and it would have been... The joke would have been... There was not Jewish yeah. specific at all. Uh, it's a hot button word, and I like to use it because I don't care about the fucking PC Nazis. <laughs> That's my favorite guy. The guy who is. Yeah. I'll who can't have an example of political correct culture ruining anything, yeah. but boy, is he mad about okay. it. It's They're the ruining best. it all. That's the only person who says They're bloggers. ruining it all. You notice Blog- that's the only person who says the word blogger? <laughs> Is that someone that's complaining about it? They go, oh, these fucking bloggers. No one's a blogger since 2004. What do you want, a Zanga? Yeah, yeah. All these bloggers are booting up and blogging into the internet. And they're blogging about how they love being politically correct. It's like, if I see one more blog yeah, yeah. from these bloggers about how I can say ch- Chinaman... Then I'll write my own proper blog. Yeah, then I'm going to show the bloggers. I'm going to hit them where they sleep, on the internet. I'm going to boot up and log on and put these bloggers out of on my mind. Blogspot.com. That's where I'll go. Boot up to my website. It's funny. That is, uh, in L.A., there is this, like, and I do, you know, I, you sympathize occasionally with, like, politically correct culture. Yeah disarming something you like vaguely and then if it some community feels restricted you're like well i know what it's like to feel sort of censored okay whatever but i don't because i'm like a white dude but then you then you go home and like i'll go to iowa and then yeah the people, sen- there's the, no like, censor yeah, there like or just like everyone who like also loves ufc it's just like yeah these fucking pc pieces of shit it's like you can't even say fag anymore and you're like yeah you shouldn't you absolutely shouldn't <laughs> The world you is changing. Even, you can't even figure someone at your office party <laughs> on camera. <laughs> okay. I guess that is bad. <laughs> I'm sorry that PC culture has ruined you calling a perfectly nice woman a whore in Applebee's. <laughs> These damn bloggers are ruining the how bloggers. much I can yell at a waitress. Uh, and just let, I mean, before you, you let the, mid, the the midget bomb slip. Oh my god, I've said so many terrible things. It's fine, though. It's fine. Just Little replace person, them all with the N-word. Like, we can't, we're good. I mean, we know, they know, we all know that when we're, when we they, say... Doug is racist. <laughs> Doug is a bigot. No, they the listeners. They the listeners. Okay. Whatever they... If you're they little people bashing... <laughs> When Diane left, did she take all your compassion? Did she, take half of, did she take half of your empathy when she left? Dude, I know you just pulled a name out of the air. Her name was Diane. No, it was. God damn it. There was an ex-girlfriend though named Diane. Oh, okay. God. I would have punched through all your screens. Yeah. And, like, Flip every table. Oh my god, I would have lost my mind. It would have been Cedric the Entertainer Ooh. in here. Oh, you get stuff you. Over. You started with Karen. You started strong with Karen, and then you went Diane, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> Getting closer. Uh, this has been Slamming Doug about his recent divorce. The podcast. You and me and talk and divorce. <laughs> Doug Culp. Yep. Do you sing the intro? Yeah. Okay, sure. It's fine. Thanks.
piano, guitar, harmonica. And then Diane was supposed to sing the book. <laughs> and she is long gone! She fucking left! Yeah. <laughs> I got no backup singer! How do Mormons feel about weed? Pretty good, I think. I don't know. What is this? <laughs> I think it's still... That's my Asher. That was from a... Yeah. What do you do with this? Why are you keeping it? I just ash the, the oh, bowl. Oh, but you throw it into away. No. This isn't like for keeping. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I toss all the... Okay. Yeah. It's just got some... Wait, do Mormons like weed? Sorry, I got distracted by your weird thing. <laughs> I think so. I mean, like... <laughs> so what I what I did here, actually, is yeah. if it's medical... Uh-huh. They're, like, fine. pretty cool with it. Okay. It's fine. That's cool. That's what I've heard. Yeah, so... Good. So I just went with that, ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Ran hard. I heard from one guy that it was totally sweet. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he might have been Mormon. He might have worked at the Arby's <laughs> at the time. That's... And I didn't even ask him about the church. I just yeah. said, "Yeah, is weed cool? Is weed cool with Mormons? And he was like, here's your big beef and cheddar. And you're like, good enough! And then he bolted. <laughs> here's your big Montana, sir. <laughs> God, a big Montana. That's so funny. That they have a sandwich that was like a place. And people were like... Yeah. Like, it's as big as Montana? <laughs> Shit. And everyone was like, I'm a, cow- like, I'm a cowboy. Like, how do you know? <laughs> um, I eat a big Montana every, every day. <laughs> Down with a dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I ordered a big Montana from Arby's one time because of the movie Saving Silverman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and it <laughs> that uh, that movie has made me laugh out loud. It's so good. It's such a bad movie, but like there are like four things in that movie that are like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Ghosts. Uh, I'm a mime. I'm a mime. Dogs <laughs> <laughs> fucking as a mime is so funny. That's oh, the hardest. Oh, I'm oh. a mime. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm a mime. Dude, mimes don't talk. They, they do, do when they're off when they're duty. Off duty. <laughs> That's so good. God damn it, that part is funny. The nachos getting stuck together? Yep. <laughs> That's like in the trailer. I mean, like, the deep cuts yeah. in that are, like, fucked up. <laughs> so good. Oh, Steve Zahn's oh, so good. I'm mime. <laughs> We gotta kidnap Judith and set Darren up with Sandy. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> there's also that part. There's a part the, that's like dirty work where you're like, this is an unwatchable movie, but there are so many funny things in it. Yeah. Uh, like in Dirty Work, where they he just wants to find the song "Street Fight" on the jukebox. <laughs> that's so. Jay Seven. <laughs> If you like pina coladas, oh shit! And then the part where they're uh, oh. <laughs> they're up, they're gonna hide fish, and that guy's upstairs. And then there's that gun. Fight, and Norm, Norm is perfectly deadpan. That's so good. God damn it, that's funny. The thing is, Frank keeps putting all the fish everywhere after they get after they're all dead. Oh. <laughs> I used to watch Dirty Work with Diane. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> She'd get back with a. Okay. Did you watch? <coughs> Norm's... She'd get back with a case of do. So you watch Norm's follow up with we'd... Chappelle and Danny DeVito. We'd put it on VHS. <laughs> I'd say throw on Silverman. She knew what I meant. <laughs> She'd throw on Silverman. She'd put in a VHS uh, saving. We called it. I'd say put on saving. She put on saving. <laughs> put on SS. We'd crack Sometimes I crack a cold do. <laughs> Every day. Every fucking Every day. day did Why that. did she leave? <laughs> she, had she, had, she lost a foot, and then they were like, "We're gonna need to be married." Also, she was like, "Why are we watching this movie every fucking day?" <laughs> yeah, why are you so into Mountain Dew? 
Did you watch Screwed too? Uh, I have not seen Screwed. Oh. Yeah, I'm, and I love Norm too. Yeah. Norm's uh, Norm's album is, I think, the best comedy album I've ever heard. I haven't. Like to be hyperbolic, but uh, God, that's if there's a funnier album than Norm's stand-up album, I don't know what it is. Like the bit about the news is like the greatest bit of all time. Like I, don't, I haven't I haven't heard the album. What's it called? Um, I think it's just called Me Doing Stand-Up or okay. something like that. But it's Jesus Christ. There's so much good stuff in there. I, I, he's one of the few people I've like bought like re in my like since doing starting stand up, bought tickets to go see, made it like a proper night and yeah. just did that. And it's like I've seen I went with Mike Gula, we went and just saw him at the Irvine Improv. Nice. And Sean O'Connor featured and it was really funny. <laughs> but the host was this kid who you probably know. And he Did Sean O'Connor did do Boje? Did he do that bit? Yeah, it was a great bit. Fucking yeah. love that bit. Sean's the reason I got to meet Norm. Is Sean and I are like kind of buddies, and cool. He like brought me backstage at American Comedy Company. I got nice. to like talk to him. Then the next night, I did. I was got. I was like, should I stay in San Diego for another night and hang out? I'll come to the second Norm show and it'll be great. And I was like, nah, I should get back to LA. I've got stuff to do. I had nothing to do. <laughs> Paul Simon and Steve Martin went into the green room. I could have met Fuck. Paul Simon and Steve Martin, yeah, and I didn't. Oh, that's suck ass. <laughs> At the Irvine Improv? No, at the American Comedy Company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Because Steve Martin, like, does Humphreys. Like, oh, no, you said so Norm he, Norm was going down, he, like, he was at Irvine, and then he did. That's where okay. I got to meet him. But this Irvine show, uh, this kid gets up, <clears throat> like, a, like a kid, like a, you know, 20 years old, bombs for 10 minutes, just really bombs. And everyone's like, yeah, whatever. Nobody cares. Everyone's <laughs> so excited to see Norm. Yeah. Uh, Sean Norm comes Con. out, kills, does 20, like, perfect yep. Sean O'Connor minutes. He's, yeah. like, really himself. He's yeah. really on. The crowd's hot now. Yeah. This kid is like, now's my time to shine. They weren't warm before. Wait, the host? The host comes oh. back out and does eight minutes unsolicited. Oh, no. To, like, dead silence. Oh, uh, no. Mike and I get the giggles and, like, really start laughing. Yeah. And Mike because starts we're... laughing so hard with our other, other buddy, Pete. And Pete's, like, laughing at Mike. And then I'm laughing at Mike. And then this other table of, like, regular normal adults dressed nicely on a date they're like, would you guys shut up? But then they see a 500-pound oh, Samoan yeah, yeah. man losing his mind, and like then... laughing as hard as he's ever laughed, and they started laughing. So then this kid thinks he's killing. Oh, no. It's so, it <coughs> like keeps going. Like This this laughing perpetuates oh, him being no. on stage. Oh, my God. It was such a disaster. Oh, and then Norm dude. came out and like he did like an hour and a half and oh, was like shit. incredible, ran the light by, you know, 45 minutes. It was so funny. <laughs> No. Dude, yeah, I know, I know that feeling of mm-hmm. just so tense because they're doing so poorly, and then like they just say like a word, and you're just like, ah, yeah. oh fuck, why yeah, did yeah. you say that word yeah. right now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, oh, so I'm good? Yeah. No, what you were doing was yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> that word cut the tension from those six minutes yeah. of silence. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, you built up enough tension with your bomb that, like, I was going to laugh at anything you gave me. <laughs> I think for for someone who does stand-up, I, st- I, I think I, like, laugh pretty easy, and that's, if you can't give me anything, like, at yeah. the club, like... I laugh I'll really easy, you. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a great laugh. That's... Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, when, when, yeah, when... Cause I yeah I do laugh easy. My friends are always like, ah, you're such a laugh whore. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Let's laugh all enjoy shaming. Ourselves. That's called laugh shaming. Yeah, okay. Let's. Not, not okay. <laughs> I know all that racist, anti-Semitic stuff Doug said before was terrible, but now he's standing up for people and 
saying things that are shaming. Good for him. Uh, but yeah, some some I've watched and just like, sorry, uh, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Some of it's very bad. It's but just people funny. get they, better, and what if kills they stick me around. is the hubris to come back on and be like, and "Now I'll really do it." Yeah, like, like I've got him this time. Like, and he was like a host at the Irvine Improv. There's no way he had 20 minutes. You know what I mean? So he did 10 and came out, and he did his like B8. Like that's crazy to be like. And now my backup material will slaughter. <laughs> Because I'm following a very... You know how when you follow a very good comedian with weaker things? Just, oh my god. They'll love my airplane food material. Yeah, yeah. They'll really dig this thing about the time I went to 7-Eleven and they wouldn't sell me beer. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what okay. got us on that tangent? Norm, huh? Norm. Yeah, did you watch, did you watch Norm the show when it was on? Uh, yeah, but like not in a... I mean... When did that come out? We were like 13 or 14 or something. Yeah, like high that. school. How I think, are you yeah. watching? I don't know how many sitcoms you watch when you're that age. I get, you know what I mean? Like, you like them, I watched like, it. I watched it every you week. You watched Law and Norm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it turned into The Norm Show. Because mm-hmm. the studio was like, I don't know. Yeah, we don't care for this. <laughs> just yeah. your name? It's crazy. We gotta let people know it's a show. It's crazy. <laughs> like, you, you just wish, like, Norm... <clears throat> I don't know if Norm is right for... A sitcom, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. same way, and I think Mulaney probably is. He's just meant for like a. He needs to find his like Larry David and yeah, someone who can like guide the shape of it more. Yeah. He's obviously. I mean, like, did you watch Comeback Kid? Like, oh no, I haven't seen it yet. It's yeah. in my. Lo- it's on two my, virgins uh, talking about stand up they've seen. <laughs> um, yeah, Comeback Kid's very good. I really like it a lot. Oh, does he talk about uh, OJ in that? No, but I've heard the his OJ stuff. Oh my great. gosh. Oh wait, does he talk about OJ? No, I think I've heard him talk about OJ live, but not... Okay. It's not in the special. This, that bit's there's a really, so good. There's several. There's oh, a Bill uh, Clinton bit in the special that I really dig. Is there a Robert Durst bit? No. Oh. See, I think we, you and I have seen the same cool. kind of live set yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. done with those. And then he has a new kind of Trump section that's okay. very funny. Nice. So, enough, enough <laughs> sucking famous comedian sticks. <laughs> we'll be done soon. They love it. Mm-hmm. The 15 in Israel. And Germany and Great Britain. Mm, those all sound like accidents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all thought it was something else. They're like, I don't know what is this, this is, Doug but Benson? I'm going to listen to I it. I heard there's a Doug something that's <laughs> tremendous. Is this it's Doug Benson or Stanhope? I like yeah. both of them. Yeah, so this cult guy is, he's the two of them doing a character. <laughs> a combo character. That's a thing here in Israel. <laughs> When one good comedian and another good comedian do the... They pretend to be one guy on like a sort of Chris Gainesy level. <laughs> and their right? voices come together constant, in perfect synchronicity. Yeah, constant. You know, that's a comedy backbone. <laughs> Dude, I feel like this has been a good episode. You think? I think so. I have no idea what your standard is. Probably have no. something better happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about nothing. We talked about comedy. We yeah. talked about tangents and that's all yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. I hope I didn't disappoint. No. Uh, but do you want to plug stuff? What's your Twitter and all um, that? My Twitter is uh, <coughs> at Sam Gone Wiles. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. at Sam Wiles is taken by a bot who last tweeted about single moms earning cash from home in 2011. Okay. So yep. it's very disappointing. If you go to at Sam Wiles, just do, go to there because it's funny and then go to the at Sam Gone Wiles. <laughs> and then, God, I gotta get my name. 
And then, yeah, uh, if you live in L.A., come to Highland Park every Wednesday at 9. Yeah. Is Rod Stewart Live. And we've had, like, amazing lineups. And then just crowds, like, bar crowds that are like, this is great. Yeah. And I'll be like, cool, none of you are coming back, and none of you like comedy? And they're like, absolutely. <laughs> so last week's show was, like, amazing. And we had, uh, I don't know, last week we had, like, a good, like, it was, like, Ahmed Brucha and uh, Dwayne Perkins. You know who that is? I don't think so. He's, like, a, he's like an older club comedian. Okay. He's, like, the best. You gotta look him up. He's yeah. really good. And uh, this week we've got Jamie Lee. Yeah. And um, Jimmy Calloway is coming up. Yeah, dude. This so. episode is going to come out. Uh, oh, okay. The twenty seventh. So the the so the twenty fifth is the line I'm talking about. So oh, okay. So how was it? How was it? It was uh tight. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't hear any preamble. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Brian Kylie's on December second, and then December 9th Um, somebody good. That's I, all right. They I can look better. it up. What do you have a website and stuff? Or we just like Facebook. Find yeah, Rod yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig it. We have a Twitter. Yeah. We don't have an official website. Rod Stewart Live. Rod Stewart Live. At Rod Stewart Live. You can check out the lineup. <laughs> and yeah, just come to... It's also just... I think it's a fun comedian hangout. So. And how dare you wear fur? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking jerks. <laughs> you're... You should turn in, you 70-year-old man. You should be ashamed. <laughs> you're not up on my premises. That's so funny when someone is like... You know how you're a million years old? Yeah. And the, the Shame issue is on not you. like the worst thing. That, like if... I don't know. Like, I just, I picture, yeah. like, a dystopian future where, like, <laughs> like, an old Mike Myers accidentally, like, says the word Indian instead of Native American, and oh. people are like, Austin Powers must fry! Yeah, and, like, yeah, college yeah, yeah. campuses, and, like... Pitchforks and Yeah, holding, like, an effigy of Austin Powers. Yeah. Like, he said Indian when he It's not said. groovy, baby! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shag yourself to hell! <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn bloggers. And he's like, it's been 60 years since I made yeah, yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like eating food out. He looks like Dr. Evil for real. Man. He's like in a wheelchair. He looks like FDR. And everyone's just like, you, oh, fuck you. Mike Myers. Just the idea that comedy heroes are somehow super responsible for the current state of culture, like more than, yeah. you know, more than figure, actual heroes. Figures or whatever. Or <laughs> novelists. Innovators. Ugh, how dare these comedians. Like, you, who cares what Seinfeld has to say? He's a million years old and he's rich. It doesn't matter what he says. Anyway, the end. I'm dumb. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I suck. Fuck me. <laughs> no, dude, this was awesome. <coughs> this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and... Uh, Sam. Wilds! <laughs>